welcome to a no cartridge book club um i guess this is the book club episode i would say right yeah it's like an honorary Gigi no reread yeah Gigi no reread book club honorary I, i'm gonna say Gigi no reread that's actually exactly it's closer to that um so it's exciting to be back to reading books with you Liv. always we love to I- read I, I've I've gr- I've starting to read again, and it's 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 very nice. I finished a book um, the other week, and it was a big deal because I don't do that anymore. Um, I read a lot, I realized constantly, but uh, just not books. And uh, that book, and then this book we're covering today, were really rewarding experiences. So I am mm-hmm. going to keep doing that. I'm I'm so happy for you. We've paid a lot of money to institutions to convince ourselves that we uh we do love to read. So we we hope that's the case. <laughs> I yeah, especially yeah, I've I've paid I've paid a, a significant amount of money and, and and remain paying that money to them too. You know, just to just to really nail it in that I love to read. Every mm-hmm. month I send my loan check and it says, "Gosh darn it, do I love to read." Back to the books it is. Yeah. And then, and then they say you have to actually put your name on that and like your amounts. I say, this doesn't seem right. Yeah. Um, so this book is one that you actually uh, were reviewing and then sort of turned me on to. Uh, it is a book called Critical Hits. Um, mm-hmm. It is a forthcoming, I believe, but. Yes. Forthcoming. Oh, barely forthcoming. It's coming out soon. November 21st, it is coming out. So um, the I'm not sure exactly what day um, this episode will go live, but the week, I believe, that the episode will go live. It is. It is up to the whims of poor Julian's schedule. I am asking him to to do much, uh, but, um, you know, it'll, it'll come out before the 21st. I guarantee that. Um, it is edited by J. Robert Lennon. And Carmen Maria Machado, uh, you might Machado. know Machado. Machado, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Uh, I was thinking about Carmen Maria Machado and what I have read by her because it seems like I've read something by her. Um, oh yes, lots of interesting stuff. Uh, her body mm-hmm. and other parties, uh, out of the ruins, uh, haunted, all really cool stuff. Um, and the Dream House, probably the most uh, interesting structured memoir that I've read. Oh, okay. Interesting. I, uh, I, I actually got interested in reading memoirs again because on my a current like pseudo day job um, where I am editing for a journal uh, for uh, I'm editing the, the VVA veteran uh, that I'm the associate editor on that now. Um, and uh, uh, I read a review of, uh, oh boy, I want to get the name right. Uh, a review of, um, uh, yet Han wins uh new um memoir and if you face it which is also structured in an interesting a like non-linear pseudo-fictional way um which i i don't know if that's what what the structure of um in the dream house is but i became more interested in memoir when i realized it can actually do cool things so i'm i'm primed to read that that sounds interesting to me now Yes, it's um it's very good. It's like um structured around like different tropes, like the body mm-hmm. as different things and um yeah. It, it's that's really good. I also loved uh her body and other parties. So, um an author I was already familiar with. And so um whenever Grey Wolf Press like posted this that it was like forthcoming, 
I had to jump on it and say, you know what? I, I have a podcast that uh, quite likes talking about uh, books and video games. And uh, I too feel like nice I am you, <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice if you sent it to us and we, uh, we could talk about it? Um, I should also say uh, prior to, I, and I haven't read any of his work, but it looks very interesting. J. Robert Lennon is also a prolific uh, novelist. So this is two uh, prolific writers pulling together a bunch of prolific writers. It's it's really, mm -hmm. it's kind of a remarkable collection. Um, I didn't know what I was expecting when I picked it up. I think I was expecting something different because of all of the academic collections I picked up that sort of look like this, where it's like, 10 very dense essays that are theoretical they, they don't all read the same but there's a certain kind of like heaviness to them um the essays in this are are wildly different and it, mm -hmm. it almost reads more like um like a literary magazine or almost like something something it's not slapdash in any way but it almost feels like you've gotten a a really honest and raw um, collection of really interesting writers um together uh, which which i mean is not an easy thing to 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 replicate i would imagine as an editor yeah there's um such a different vibe to to each of them and they've like taken the prompt of talking about video games in a much different way um there's yeah. a a comic uh interpretation of it so there's like a i comic did read the game. comic yeah <laughs> I the comic and i read the comic <laughs> um uh, there's ones that are more personal like personal how the games impacted them and then there's more es there's some essays that are more um a little bit more academic in their mm -hmm. understanding and um more literary not more literary in their their style specifically but just like including like pulling in more literary references um and so some are more treating the video games as like a comparative like art form and then some are more yeah. um uh just like personal personal essays in nature but much different like type types of authors too yeah um between yeah poets or nonfiction authors or whoever it's really cool because i you know like when you say that it's, it's totally true but even in like the 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 more critical essays something like um we're gonna we're gonna look at three of them in detail and one of them is cathartic warfare warfare by uh jamil john kochai um and uh that is it, it's very literary critical it does really good work with uh france fanon uh and and as someone who has opinions about france fanon who i i love france fanon but i you know who who how people are reading it i i can get kind of snobby i think uh i think uh they do a great job um but it's also super personal. So mm -hmm. it reminds me, I mean, this is a, like an extremely, you know, like when I was in school reference, but like when I did my PhD, the creative writers were also doing a PhD. So it wasn't an MFA program. It was a PhD program. So they also had to write uh, criticism along with their um, uh, creative writing. And I always found their criticism really interesting because it didn't live on like the rigid boundaries that like mine uh, and other critics did um it was much more sort of uh flowing and 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 could bring in sort of like interesting images and read stuff on sort of like a um almost in like a paratextual way like like sort of approaching it as as a fellow um practitioner as opposed to sort of an outside observer and i i think that vibe is is definitely going on here which is really really cool i i i super enjoy it um it it, it could not be more different in some ways than uh, my book and I find that 
like super exciting and fun. Yeah, I, I like that the the collection, there's clearly not like a thesis that they were given, like, this is what we want to say about video games in this collection. Right. Because uh, some of the essays are like, yeah, video games, like we should be taking them seriously as like a narrative art form. And then some of them are like, why would we need to do that? Like, I like video games because I like playing them and no one's going to stop me. Like, and that's beautiful too. Yeah, the class, the Clash of Clans article is basically. I loved. I love. I like. Almost wanted to like frame some of the stuff that um. Uh, it's it's by uh, uh Tony Tulati Muti Muti um and uh uh it is just like his his like the analysis that uh he does with clans or Clash is basically like yeah Clash of Clans is like not art and it's not an addiction it's kind of a waste of time but then i think the line he had was like you know you talk about a thing being representative of um late capitalism maybe i can even just find it well uh, we like have representative of this is still an advanced yeah, yeah, yeah. copy and we haven't cleared any quotes so we'll oh goodness then i won't quote it i won't quote it we'll no, not quote you, it directly you're, you're such a better book reviewer than me um you have you have practice uh just gotta keep reminding myself that uh no but uh there's like a line where he where he says something along the lines of like you know you could call it a metaphor for late capitalism but then isn't the point of late capitalism that everything is a metaphor for late capitalism and i was like man that's so smart <laughs> like that's exactly right like that's why all of this feels so stale this 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 author just absolutely nailed it um so yeah i find like i think the best thing i can say about this book and like it's, it's not a small thing at all to say is that it is like genuinely surprising with with its mm -hmm. insights and and um you know i i will say one of my my flaws as a thinker is being unnecessarily jaded and thinking that there's like no nothing new under the sun when it comes to like reading stuff about video games and um definitely uh this is this is super helpful with that because there's a lot of new stuff here a lot of really interesting stuff here yeah uh and just like both like people talking about like the story of the video game versus like the um accoutrement of playing video games um there's an essay um later later in the collection um about just like a mom like trying to get like her kids like a ps5 and like her <laughs> her like um the struggles of of that and like what it means to to the kids and like you know that's you know so different than someone that's um uh, there's one earlier on in the collection about Disco Elysium and mm. takes on the structure of like uh, Disco Elysium and um, and uses like the same verbiage to like structure the the, the essay. And so like seeing like That's those cool. very like, you know, just like personal, like familial stories versus someone who's like presenting a, an essay in such like a, a, a structured way is. Um, very yeah yeah just just really interesting everything is so different and um one of them's just about like video game movies and i was after after i read it i was like okay this weekend i'm i'm finally watching I don't, i've never heard anyone pronounce the name of the movie out loud like uh the david cronenberg's like existence the game is called oh yeah existence yeah I don't know if the movie's called Existence because that's like what the game is called in the movie. But well, I, I have to it. assume it is Existence. Existence. Um, it's like which... Jacques Derrida's Différence. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. not different. It's Différence. <laughs> 
Well, it's it, it is very different. Yeah, um, it is just like David Cronenberg's Existence versus Existence. Existence, and that movie was so incredible. I don't know that I'll be watching Free Guy, despite uh, getting to read about it in in that essay. But uh, I've watched a little of Free Guy because my kids briefly got obsessed with Free Guy. I don't know why. I don't know what happened, um, and they they were interested in Free Guy, and then I just I was. <laughs> spared having to watch free guy but i don't think i'm gonna delve into it very much i don't i'm not super excited about free guy i'll admit it. yeah and yeah. you know it was mostly i guess about like um movies that are about about video games more than like video mm-hmm. game adaptations because you know right well in some it, ways I, yeah and i think that's like really interesting because in some ways the adaptations are becoming more about being about video games themselves like the mario movie is as much a movie about the video game Mario as it is a telling of the story of Mario, right? Like it is as much like something that's about like it, it, it refers back to the people pl- who played the games enough that it almost is mm-hmm. like, you could almost say like, is this a movie about making Mario or like, what are, what are we doing here? Uh, and I, I think it's interesting that way. I think that's a really, a really great focus. Um, yeah. I, uh, I'll say like also, I found even the stuff that that kind of is well-worn ground. Like we read, like I mentioned, um, uh, Kochai's Cathartic Warfare um, about uh, Fanon and uh, uh, Modern Warfare 2. Um, and, you know, this is something that I've definitely thought about. And, like, I tend to find these kinds of readings where it's like, yeah, like, this is, this is how the U.S. presents the other um, as, like, ultimately correct, but, like, also sort of obvious that's always how i've understood my own sort of like approaches to it which is why like in story mode i tried to like i tried to branch out from just saying that they're essentially you know um uh trying to get you to join the military which of course they are and coach i mentions mm-hmm. that and it's completely correct but like sort of you know expanding that into like okay so like what do they produce and then what's the multiplayer space look like and how does this you know all that stuff but what i loved about about that like even a sort of like standard critique of video games right like they're they're uh, military shooters are imperialist right like a standard critique like that gets this very personal i I think by bringing in the personal the 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 moment where he realizes like oh the this brown dead soldier is like me the game is representing me um and like you know he uh, where he understands the pashto in the uh in the cut scene even though the 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 um the game is translating it for you and it just it, it throws them off it's just like it's such a it's such a great little moment of like oh yeah like actually this becomes a much more interesting critique when you realize the actual individuals it's affecting not sort of like mm-hmm. the structural critique but a kind of like individual critique as in fanon being the sort of like lacanian like subject recognizing subject thing it's it's just such a such a brilliant pairing yeah absolutely um I, and just the um the focus on like the the actual like physicality of the of the body as well rather yeah. than just, like this like abstracted um you know obviously it's like a very imperialistic kind of <laughs> game um but like actually the you know pulling it back to something much more personal like you were saying yeah, no, I agree. I think like, you know, the the way that he there's a there's a moment where he describes a body in that essay and the way that the body is kind of persist in in, in mm-hmm. modern warfare too, which I mean is is of that time, right? Like the the idea of like a body sort of being on the ground, you can ragdoll it and stuff. 
but the fact that it is like an enemy combatant and people you know like just shoot into the dead body or whatever like that's just kind of what you do in video games and like to to sort of have that drawn back not as a function of programming but as a representation of a real body is is startling like it's Mm -hmm. a really startling moment um i yeah and like i i really should say like i'm not just i like i think the idea of startling or surprising is is overused in um uh in like reviews of academic stuff because it wants you know you want to be able to say like this is original work um but genuinely i was surprised and startled like sort of like taken aback um by by a lot of the the claims like in in these two and in the one the other one we'll talk about that we haven't talked about yet um mule milk by uh, uh keith s wilson which is really really fantastic just the i mean all three are really great but i was really taken by mule milk a lot mm-hmm. um I, I believe it was in a different essay. I think it was like in one that's about the alien and predator video games by someone who um, seems to be a predator scholar um, was talking about oh, like body okay. persisting in <laughs> games and um, uh, that the the bodies in the like Atari Jaguar um persist in the game and like just like that that's like such a choice to make both from like a thematic standpoint as well as like the demands that it places a hardware on like standpoint yeah. yeah from something that's like from that age um and like that's yeah, really interesting and, and reading like that and um you know modern warfare is obviously like a more modern game um but like thinking about I don't know the t- the tone across these essays like really like the, I think they do build on each other and like come to make something more more holistic. Um, it's it's really masterfully put together. Like like um, Lenin and Machado do an incredible job of of just like bringing this together. Because honestly, like it would be just as easy to get however many essays that just had nothing to do with each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it'd be really easy to to bring together thirty writers and be like, hey, like um, write about video games, and they would just be all over the map. And I'm not sure if it's just curation or they good editing or good luck or some combination of the three. Mm-hmm. But these really, really play off each other super nicely. Yeah. And they're all like very different lengths too. Like um the, the comic is pretty short. Like um I think Cathartic Warfare is only like five or six pages, but some it's are very like short, yeah. some are like 20, 30 pages, but like no, no one's like I'm going to be the person in this collection that's like going to have the take on video games. Like it really is just like all pieces that form like a, a really solid anthology. That's a really good point. Yeah. There's no, nothing, nothing in here feels pretentious in the sense of like time to make my mark time to like Mm -hmm. write the essay. That'll get me like noticed by an, by an institution or something, which. Or just to be like, I'm going to say all there is to say about Modern Warfare yeah. 2. Like, I'm going to say one thing about it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, this essay has, uh, you know, an impact. And it's the impact that I want it to have rather than like, um, I don't know. I guess whenever I start writing anything or, or thinking of anything critically, I'm like, well, I need to be able to like uh, examine every <laughs> every facet. Yes, I I completely understand that. I, I I understand and empathize with that. I think, I think, the way I describe it is there's a kind of confidence in these essays to just focus on their points. Like the um, the endings of these essays are super interesting. Like the ending of Clash being uh, the 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 Clash of Clans essay being this moment where um, the author is like getting blood taken and passes out 
and mm-hmm. like is in this sort of like delirium and re- and is only allowed to go in their phone. So they play cl- they play Clash, and that's how the the story ends. Like it's it's so like the the I, I mean, Mule Milk is 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 its own thing, but also like I think um, Cathartic Warfare ends with almost like what sounds like an abstract for the essay, giving this like weird sort of like coda like. Joycean sort of like going back to the beginning from the end again. Like it, there's so many really cool, confident choices made here. And um, I, I really appreciate it. Like it's, it's fresh and fun. Um, mm-hmm. Cause it's definitely writers writing about video games more than uh, good video game writers. Like, oh, and, yeah. and I think that's a, such a different thing. And, and um, obviously these people are very, um passionate about video games in, in their way but there's just people who don't otherwise actually i i did read the um Alyssa washuda has a i believe um oh yeah i struggled I a long time with surviving yes i i read her memoir and i remember that she i can't remember what video game she had talked about playing like a lot of but i remember her talking about um being a video game player in her memoir mm. um but that's really the only author that I'd read from before that was like actually featured in the in the collection. I mean, there are a bunch of. I mean, these these authors are all prolific. Uh, oh, they are. It's, it's a uh, it's a lacking yeah. on my part, not of. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't blaming you. I was like, I was actually going to say, like, I I want to read more by them. Like, so Keith Wilson, who wrote um, the the Mule Milk pieces, this book called Field Notes on Ordinary Love that just came out. Uh, Kochai mm-hmm. has The Haunting of Haji Hotak. Um, uh, Two Lighting Moody has Private Citizens, which I think is like, has tons of ex- extremely glowing reviews. And uh, because I am lazy, I have not read it and or heard about it. And this is just something that I'm going to have to read. Like, uh, mm-hmm. again, like, it's interesting getting a collection of books that isn't like, you know, the Paris Review uh, collection of American literature and reading it and not thinking like, okay, yeah, I, I I did the work. Like this is, I just read the collection, the collection's done. Like this collection really is like, you, you read these and you're just like, I wonder what they have to say about other stuff too. Like I, I'm just so like, I'm kind of captivated by these writers in a, in, in, I guess because like, you know, they're doing what video games often should do, which is just like, serve as a jumping off point right like Mm -hmm. a way for us to talk with each other yeah and i think they're also all written in a way where i haven't played most of the games that are talked about and i am never feeling like during the like while reading the essay like oh i should i would have gotten more out not that there wouldn't be an added layer if i hadn't played the game first but it's never like oh i'm not understanding what they're trying to convey because i haven't read this game or or there's a, a missing piece i really think this is for um anyone who i mean i want to say just like anyone but like no truly i'd give this to i'd give this to to Kristen, my wife who truly would never pick up a video game like completely never never played them and never will just not interesting to her and i think she would really enjoy this um because it's it's just it's just good emotional writing like it's just Mm -hmm. smart um i mean like the i'm thinking a lot about mule milk because Mm -hmm it is so so smart <laughs> and like the what's so smart about it is it marries a like a sort of like very of the moment like retrospective reading of final fantasy 6 like wilson is kind of remembering it as he played it as a child and then also 
a very sort of erudite question about animal husbandry and like breeding practices and where mules come from and like the idea of an oryx. Um, and, you know, it's just like, it, it has both these like kind of wonderful connections between questions on race and belonging and, and the idea of, of like, um, you know, being uh, biracial, but then also like having uh, like, you know, like this idea of a monster reading, reading sort of Terra from the, from the final fantasy six, there's like a, the back and forth that Wilson does where, where he's like, you know, like I didn't read Terra as half black, but that doesn't mean that I didn't read her as half black. Like, it's just, mm -hmm. it's so, it's such a good, like honest approach. And like, so there's, there's these emotional moments. And then also just like everyone's understanding of the video games because they're coming at it from such a personal and like honest perspective of like yeah here's like my connection to video games it's not like they're not being asked to do you know some video game that they all play it's like you know it would be as if you asked people like right about the first one that comes to mind um like he comes up with this point that Kafka or kefka is um such a good villain and such a scary villain in final fantasy 6 because kefka has no reason to do what he does there's no reason that he's evil and i think like his point in this is like there's no reason that anyone in in history that's like that's what evil people are they're just bad like they, they want to destroy things and finding motives is 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 a waste of time and so like connects that back to art and it's just i think mule milk is a really good essay to emblematize kind of like how this collection thinks about you know art and then games and then personal experience and memoir and self-critique and you know literary criticism it, and like it, social criticism it all it all just kind of ends up in the same place speaking to one another often in like chaotic but like super productive ways yeah mule milk i i feel like you can tell it's like written by a poet um, oh yeah the, the way that it goes so from, poetic like telling you the game linking this to like non-fiction um you know, just like very like declarative information mixed with um, these like personal pieces of information mi mixed with like just these like um, uh, just like very poetic like um, provocative kind of like images um, mm -hmm. what and just I, I feel like it it takes you through it in a way that's like yes, maybe this is not your experience, but also um, like there's, you know, like just this like little like introduction at the beginning. That's like, whenever I played anything after that, I was, I was Tara and like using the name Tara for other things. And I think that a lot of people could also like empathize with that. Like whenever you play a game as a kid and like, maybe you have this connection to a character and like, you're able to kind of like analyze it later on in a way that's meaningful to you or or even just like uh, that i like i use the character av still for for right. everything and like being able to like carry that through both like video games but also just like your life and like how that is a real piece of you um to like whatever your gamer tag kind of um character character is and i don't think everyone does have that like i think some people use the same gamer tag and they don't have any kind of like um connection to it yeah 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 they're not like over analyzing it or anything or have like a reason but to some but people i think do. for a yeah, lot of like, people do yeah. 
no it's absolutely like a role-playing I, game totally no and like honestly like i i i jump between a couple but each one of those couple ones if i if i'm using it in a certain instance i'm using it for like a particular reason for myself like even if it's in a game no one's going to watch me play or anything like there's a personal reason i'm using you know whatever name i choose in a video game if i'm choosing a name um and the name's never trevor so like it's you know it's it's mm -hmm. that it's that it's that sort of like avatarization um that that is talked about here but also the kind of like i think there's the you know there's one of the things that these essays do is there's references back to how like the social has understood video games and like particularly in terms of negative effects like you know oh you know are, are they rotting kids brains like you know what, what, what's happening here like are they causing more imperialism is it is it like you know is it is it a way to waste time but then like in recognizing that it always it always twists the the recognition into something that's novel right like in in mule milk when most talks about the the way that tara is analogous to wilson um it's also the way that wilson brings himself into tara as well and mm -hmm. like it's under i think it's understood how like we put personas and like related to ourselves like that's a classic teen thing of being like oh you know like even like the most trite ones like oh i'm romeo and she's juliet and, you know we're we're destined but like fate stands in our way like that's the classic one in like movies and stuff but i think like even if you're if you're doing that you're also taking a part of yourself and putting it onto the character and i think that's such an interesting way of thinking about it because how often does that come up and how important is it like the you know doesn't come up all that often but it's like massively important um when you put that out there, I, I thought about a lot of instances where I related to a character and it's like, oh, yeah, I was was definitely doing a reading of that character, bringing something new to that. Yeah. And having like a shared social meaning for a character, um, like, yeah, it adds something personal for you, but it adds something like that social element, even whenever it's not like a multiplayer game is still something that... Um, is beneficial for everyone to to yeah. have like a, a social understanding of narratives yeah no absolutely it's it, you know we, we talked um sarcastically not sarcastically passingly about derrida i talk sarcastically about derrida because <laughs> i think it's so i think it's so funny that uh that difference and difference are spelled exactly the same way except with a tiny little accento sobre la a and uh, it is, uh, it, it's a very funny trick that he plays on everyone um, to, to make his work that hard. But, <laughs> he's um, so silly. He's so silly. Uh, but the one, I mean, the thing about Derrida that is is so interesting is like you can, you can make sort of a, a mockery of his work or sort of like be silly about it to be like, um, one of my professors would say like, you know, for Derrida, the idea of um, the mark being sort of like you can replicate it you can draw over it you can you could forge the mark right um, you could forge a signature so you can forge meaning that like if i if i'm talking about marks in derrida mark as in m-a-r-k-s um maybe you hear it and you hear your ex-boyfriend mark and then every time you mention mark i mention a mark like in a text i'm talking about your ex-boyfriend um and he said derrida would say that that's perfectly legitimate and i mean maybe derrida would but the point, the point isn't that. The point is that meaning kind of exceeds any sense of like any sense of boundary that you personally set upon it. And like that, 
that insight, I think, is not always understood in, in deconstruction, like just putting on my critics hat. I don't think people get that all the time. And I think I think these texts, like all three of them, actually understand this way that meaning exceeds. And it's, it's something that creative writers, I think, understand a lot more than critics, where it's just like, yeah, look, like this is both not the point of this game, but in a very important way, the point of this game for me, who is you know, the player of the game and therefore the interpreter of the game and sort of co-author of the game. Like it is, it, it understands the kind of position that you're in as a player. Um, it, it, it speaks to that sort of response um, in a way that I find, um, I don't know, I, I find novel. I don't think a lot of people do that in, in really interesting ways. So I was very happy to see it here. Yeah. I think too, like um, just as someone who is interested in language development as well, that a lot of times yeah. we we think of things in like an analytic language way, whereas like um, video games are very popular with um, neurodivergent people and a lot of um, neurodivergent people are gestalt language learners and mm. um, ha- like are get meaning first from these like larger chunks of information um and that too like i feel like if whatever you're playing video games like having this like large chunk of information meaning something and it's not like those individual like discrete pieces like discrete words mean something but these larger experiences um you learn them that way and then maybe later on in life like you have different ways of like thinking about things that meant one thing without um not having like the discrete words um having the the pieces of meaning i'm not sure if that's uh no 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 i think, I think you're absolutely right like, no I, I agree with you i think like you know the each of these essays i think the first two uh uh that is say mule milk and um the the, the essay about modern warfare um approach the sort of like understanding something in the past and then taking that knowledge and like then uh understanding something in the present as well um mule milk in a slightly more poetic way although i think um kochai is also quite poetic um in in the way that i mean all three of these essays are in their own way um but uh uh muti does this like this really interesting thing of thinking about clash not just in terms of like the inform the information that he's given from that like larger sort of like understanding in childhood it's a game that he's playing in like his current life like in the modern time or whatever mm-hmm. um but instead thinks about this as like okay so like what do i understand about like the gestalt or like the 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 the, the big picture the zoomed out picture the the sort of like huge chunk of information that is leisure that is that is acceptable leisure time or acceptable time that is productive versus wasted right and that dichotomy is something that he looks at and then sieves essentially through clan through clash of clans and makes it sort of different right and that like that um interpolation between uh, the bigger picture and sort of like a an individual experience. I mean, that to me is sort of like what you were saying there with like, that's how I kind of heard it with like this larger thing versus the discrete and like the way that the large leads to the, the discrete and then the discrete also leads back to the, the sort of general large uh, capacious. Yeah. Um, and yeah, not, not inserting that narrative on top of like a specific essay in here, but just, um, I, yeah, I do think that that's like something that is something that like, you know, has its own meaning too, is like understanding um, art as like these like larger chunks that mm-hmm. that you then can like, you know, later on, like look back on and 
understand in different ways. Understand is something more than like, um, you know, a large chunk of information or a large meaning based information. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I think, um, I think that's kind of what a lot of these essays are, are, are sort of up to. I think the, uh, I think you're, you're, you're dead on. Thank you. I mean, that's, uh, that's why we call it GG no reread. Like we've we've done that's it. That's right, GG no reread. <laughs> We're fine. Let's move on to the next one. I'm never rereading this again. Uh, no, no, it, it bears rereading. Um, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I I would say check this out when it, when it's released. Please please buy a copy. It's 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 lovely, and um, looking forward to reading more of them and and more of these authors in there. Um, uh. uh I would say, Liv, what do you think? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, beautiful, beautiful book, Critical Hits. It's a gorgeous-looking um, book. Look at yeah, that. put out by Grey Wolf Press. Thank you for sending us, you know, review copies. Um, yeah, that was so generous. It's really been really a pleasure. It. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, absolutely. I'll be talking about it a little bit more. Um, I'll do, like, a full review of it on on my um, YouTube channel, AV Club. Which you um, should be following anyway, but uh, we will put links in. Yeah. For those of you who just are fools and can't follow <laughs> a, the perfect channel on YouTube. Oh, okay. Well, listen, there's only one. Uh, all the rest have flaws. Uh, <laughs> Except for also the, the no cartridge YouTube. Which well, you yes. The, the flaw, <laughs> the flaw there the flaw there is that I'm still building it and trying to figure <laughs> out a practice for myself. But uh, that's also flawless in, in that it exists in my heart as an ideal. Um, and Ed, my coach, uh, someone named Avi, is helping me reach that ideal. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate, uh, you live for bringing this to my attention. Cause, uh, I, I would have, this would have totally passed me by and, uh, I'm would be far poorer for it. So I appreciate that very much. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm so excited that I, I saw it come across a, a while back and, um, cause it's yeah, definitely exactly the kind of thing that I, I love to read. So, oh yeah, I think we can finally, say for the for you know completely instagram is good because of this there's yeah. it's 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 a good a good site nice job to the folks at instagram and i i think that a lot of people um you know struggle finding stuff about video games that they want to read like um you know probably if you're listening to no cartridge like you like um probably the same kind of like variations that is in this essay collection between like the, the highly critical and the more, um, absolutely. Yes. More literary critical versus more like class critical. And I think that this like collection has these things and um, it's, yeah, it's really exciting to read something <laughs> like this because, you know, a lot of times video game writing is um, less than ideal. Yeah. And... Okay. We can say that. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah. Mm, excuse so, me. Yes. No. I, I I agree. I'd I'd struggle to think of someone who liked the show that would find this book completely unappealing. Um, if you like listening to the show, you'll you'll like. I mean, I would say you'd like all of this, but you'll at least like some of this. Mm -hmm. Um, this this uh, collection, it's it's fantastic. Yep, I agree. It's all very you know serious to what it wants to say. Like, uh, um, you know, obviously everyone took the prompt very seriously, but it has uh, varied levels of um. I don't know what the word um, of, you know, like the level of criticism that's, yeah. that's involved in. There's a lot of serious criticism and a lot of levity as well. It's yeah. It's serious levity though. Serious levity. That's right. Mm -hmm. This is serious business. <laughs> well, Liv, thank you so much 
for bringing this to everyone's attention. Um, and thank you, Grey Wolf Press. Uh, the, uh, the collection is called Critical Hits. Uh, look for it on the 21st. Um, mm-hmm. And if it's not out on the 21st, then um, call your congressman um, and tell them to get this book out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> order it through your local indie bookstore. Get it through the library. Request it through your library. I feel like. Oh, there you go. That's perfect. That you can request things be added to your library collection. And what what library wouldn't be richer for having this? None. It's true. Actually, I'm going to request it at my local library right when we get off talking here. If they can do pre-orders. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do it when it comes out on the 21st. I think I think you can do you can do pre-orders because I've done Wow. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do that because what a yeah, what a great idea. Well, I am going to let you go. Um, and me go. I think probably we, I don't know how to end podcasts. Uh, thanks for thanks for coming. Thanks for talking with me about this, Liv. Thanks for being a co-host. I appreciate it. People can um, find Liv at uh, AV Club all over. Yes, AV Club all over. I mean, just AV Club, but all over. You can find me at AV Club. <laughs> <laughs> all over the internet is AV Club. <laughs> AV Club all yeah. over has got to be something different. You, like, it might be good. I don't know. Who knows? Um, you know where to find me. No cartridge, Higglebon, uh, all, all the all the good places. Um, I'm, I feel like all the wheels are starting to turn again, and the, the 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 great behemoth is moving again of this podcast. So happy to be to be back on track. Um, so uh, to all of you out there. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Yep. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for listening to No Cartridge. If you'd like to support us further, please consider going to patreon.com slash no cartridge or for a one-time donation, paypal.me slash Hegelbon, H-E-G-E-L-B-O-N. It's really, really helpful for all of us to be able to support uh, the many people who make the show, uh, you know, myself included, but also our producers and various co-hosts and writers and artists. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, subscribe, share any of those things that would let other people get the quality video game analysis that you've grown accustomed to. 